All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 15th of February. Here's everything that you need to know. Paytm operator 197 Communications has clarified that it has been receiving notices from authorities including the Enforcement Directorate. It has also said that its associate Paytm Payments Bank does not undertake outward foreign remittances. According to media reports, the Paytm operator was under the Enforcement Directorate scanner which launched a money laundering probe against Paytm Payments Bank. In an earlier notification, the firm denied any violation of foreign exchange rules. Keep an eye on crude oil prices. They declined overnight and have held those losses after data showed that U.S. crude inventories jumped by the most since November. Last I checked, Brent crude was trading at $81.3 to the barrel. In the U.S., nationwide stockpiles expanded by a greater-than-expected 12 million barrels last week, with holdings at the Cushing, Oklahoma facility gaining. Still, holdings of uh, diesel as well as gasoline fell amid refinery outages, according to a Bloomberg report. In news on the ongoing situation in West Asia, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has opted not to send a delegation to Cairo for follow-up talks uh, aimed at securing a ceasefire with Hamas, again dismissing the militant group's demands as delusional. Israel is holding out for Hamas to change its position before taking any further role in negotiations, according to the Prime Minister's office. The militant group has insisted on the total withdrawal of Israeli troops from Gaza in return for the release of hostages, something that Netanyahu has categorically ruled out. Turning to corporate news from back home, Hindustan Unilever plans to partner with Andhra Pradesh government for the production of palm oil in the state. The company seeks to partner with more than 15,000 farmers in the state to create at least 30,000 hectares of palm oil plantations, and that's according to an exchange filing. Moving on. The Supreme Court has yesterday expressed willingness to set up an expert committee that will look into whether Vedanta's Sterlite copper plant at Tuthukudi can be reopened or not. The court said that the committee could determine what threshold requirements are needed for the plant to become operational and under what subsequent conditions it could be allowed to operate. Now, Goldman Sachs has said that India's steel producers are most at risk from Europe's new carbon tax on imports due to their high sales to the region and mills' elevated emissions intensity. There's a potential for an additional $102 to $190 a tonne of tax charges on flows of Indian steel to the block over the next decade, according to a report that they've released. And that's what Bloomberg has reported. That range, which assumes a carbon price of $70, is 15 to 28% of current hot-rolled coil prices. In other news, the National Stock Exchange will conduct two special live trading sessions on the 2nd of March in a bid to switch over to a disaster recovery site. The earlier planned session had been cancelled on the eve of the inauguration of the Ram Mandir in Ayodhya. In more international news, Japan's economy unexpectedly contracted for a second quarter at the end of 2023, slipping into recession and clouding the Bank of Japan's path towards ending its negative interest rate policy. Gross domestic product 
shrank at an annualized pace of 0.4% in the final three months of last year, according to a cabinet office report. The data also confirmed that Japan's economy slipped to fourth largest in the world in dollar terms last year. Germany now has the world's third largest economy. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher with the Nasdaq leading gains. It ended over a percent higher. And the uh, early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have all started positive. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How's it looking today? Good morning, Alex, and thanks for that. Well, it's been an earnings-heavy week, hasn't it? And today is the last of them for the season. And once again, in terms of earnings, we're focusing on Gland Pharma. It's seen a staggering 65% revenue growth, but it's been an operationally weak quarter where margins have declined to 23% against 31%, and consequently, net profit fell 17%. And this is largely on account of operational challenges in its recently acquired Synexi. Moving on to NMDC, it's been a very, very strong quarter, 45% revenue growth, 63% profit growth. And we see margins expansion to the tune of nearly 640 odd basis points. Moving on to Crompton Greaves, again, on double digit growth as far as revenue is concerned, 11% to be precise. But we have seen margins come off to around below the mark of 10% versus 10% last year. And net profit consequently declined by 3% year in year. And then we have earnings from Gujarat State Petronet, where at least sequentially, we are seeing a 3% growth and an improvement of 350 basis points in its margins coming in at around 17.9% and net profit growing nearly 16% year-on-year. Moving beyond earnings, we have an update from State Bank of India where the bank has said that it will keep MCLR-based lending rates unchanged for the month of February. Moving on, we also have Utkash Small Finance Bank in focus where the board will evaluate a proposal for a reverse merger with its holding company Utkash Core Invest. And then, we have Container Corp of India where the company has signed a memorandum of understanding with the container company of Bangladesh to extend the existing agreement for running container trains between India and Bangladesh. So those are largely the stocks that we will have in mind, Alex. And of course, we are also keeping an eye on the Nifty, which where we have the weekly options expiry coming through. So ex- perhaps expect a little bit more choppiness. But since we have seen strength yesterday, the question really is, can we expect that follow through buying to come through? That's something that's going to be a wait and watch. But with that, it's over to you, Alex. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 